We're doing the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange. I have with me, as always, Jason. And with us, as well, is Cassie. And uh, I'm Cade. And we're, we're reviewing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And as always, we're going to let the other two talk first about what they reviewed and what they viewed of the movie. And then uh, I'll have my rant. I'll have <laughs> my. Uh, and then we'll end up fucking around until I get tired of this. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Cassie. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. I was entertained throughout, so, oh, I mean... Oh, quick, quick warning. There are spoilers. We're not going to hide anything. We're not doing the spoiler-free stuff. Kevin Feige can go suck my ass. I don't care. But... <laughs> He's like, don't do spoilers. Okay, but, like, big brands do it the, the day, two days before, so I don't care. Go on. Um, overall, I, I liked it, you know, I... Not like the greatest movie ever, but not the worst I've ever seen. So it was just entertaining, you know. Um, I did, I did like Scarlet Witch, how crazy she was. She was nuts. Uh, and I did like all of the horror elements. Clearly, as you know, Sam Raimi. Okay, I'm terrible with names. Um, with his previous work, so you could definitely see. A lot of that. Only thing I didn't like was towards the end, like, they had some funky sound effects. I'm like, why are we having these sound effects in here? But, I don't know. Other than that, I thought it was fun. So. Jason. I have two things that I found wrong. Okay, but no, talk about your positives first. Positives first. I did like all the horror stuff. There were several times when I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is happening? Oh, sorry, children. Um, yeah, there were several things that I was like, what in the fuck? Like, some of the deaths were gruesome. Oh, yeah, I'm like, whoa, are Black- they going to make a Deadpool kills Marvel Universe? I mean... No, you're thinking, you're thinking way, way too <laughs> liberally about that. Like, I don't know. I'm like, this reminds me of some scene straight out of that comic. Honestly. Uh, favorite death? Black Bolts. That was pretty... That. <laughs> Best death. Best death. That was pretty shocking. Don't don't you don't have to convince me of anything. Mm-hmm. You're 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 saying your likes, your dislikes. Mm-hmm. I'm not convi- I'm not convincing you. Well we'll get to me. Um I did like that uh when Professor X was reading the mind, or reading her mind, the, the things came out, the circles from his head. It's very comic book accurate. Yeah. And I did like his wheelchair. It's pretty pretty comic book accurate also. Very shiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't really get how... Well, I guess she has magic. It's like, how could she snap his neck from him just... Because if you die mind? in the dream, you die in the real yeah, world. Yeah, so like, <laughs> They Freddy Kruegered him. Pretty much. I was like, oh, geez, all right. Um... I did. I was excited to see Mr. Fantastic. Jim and Halpert. Jim Jason. Halpert. No, that's not right. Continue. <laughs> Jim Halpert. Um, yes, Jim Halpert. I'm John Krasinski. Jonathan Krasinski. Yeah. <laughs> John Krasinski, Patrick Stewart, and who was the other one I was excited to see? Um, Black Bolt. The Captain Marvel and the Agent Carter. I was just kind of like, oh, you're here. Cool. Of course you are. Great. I can't wait to see you. High five. <laughs> but um, on to the things. I don't remember the first thing now. Maybe you saw it and you'll mention it. But the one-liner from Rachel McAdams. It, it was two things that she did. The mm-hmm. one-liner that I was. Yeah. Um, Christine. Oh, okay. The go back to hell. Was just like oh, oh that god. was straight out of Evil Dead. Oh god, okay, yep. And there was another one that she did that I don't remember. Uh. There's there's just something else that she said that I don't remember. So, but you you rated overall okay? I rated overall an eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know there was flaws, but 
I don't think it, definitely not as bad as Morbius. No, not as bad nothing, as Morbius. Nothing can top that. On badness scale, nothing <sighs> will ever top that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was really Like, bad. I'd rather watch The Fucking Room than Morbius. <laughs> I would watch The Room over most movies. <laughs> that movie's awful. Have you seen The Room? With um, Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm talking The Room with Brie, Lawler, Brie Larson. No, I'm talking The Room with Tommy Wiseau. That's what I was talking about. Okay, okay. No, no. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, that Mark. one with the, the black-haired, greasy guy. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Wiseau. The greasy guy. Mm-hmm. He looks very greasy in that movie. He does. He's very old up. Okay, um, yeah. I got to see my cameos. I don't know if we're going to have any more. I don't know how else they're going to introduce the mutants. Um, and the Fantastic Four and yeah. all the good people. I mean... Well, when it's my turn, we'll get there. But but her whole plan, the Scarlet Witch's whole plan, couldn't ever actually happen. Because if she went to another multiverse, wouldn't that multiverse just be destroyed? Uh, Isn't I think, that the no, reason they set I, up? <laughs> I think they weren't very clear with what an incursion, what causes an incursion. Yeah. But uh, it seems to take place mostly around the Darkhold. Which makes the post credit scene interesting on how an incursion occurs. Yeah. Two things. Two questions. Mm-hmm. What universe was that Christine from? Where the Illuminati was in? What? It was 830-something. 836. 836. What universe is that? Do you know? No. Hmm. I wonder. Not a, not a dominant one. Yeah. And... Now I forget what I was going to say. Um... Oh, who was that girl? Post credit scene. Who the fuck was that? Oh, Clea. She's just apparently some Doctor Strange character, like partner. She looked like it's Charlie. Uh, I, I'm gonna Charlie play. Theron. Yeah, Charlie Theron. She was in Hancock. She's in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. She's she's really pretty. Yeah, no, she's funny too. And I mm-hmm. and she was Furiosa, um, which she did absolutely amazing in. Um, I'm a little sad that we won't see her in the the prequel, but. Oh, Mad Max? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She was the uh, main female protagonist. I've never seen any of the Mad Max. Yeah, that was her. She shaved her head for that movie and stuff. She's awesome. That movie was great. That was a good one. I never saw it. I'm actually super excited for the prequel because it has a super cute girl. She was just in Last Night in Soho. The main chick? Yeah. I don't know her name. Well, I have no super, idea. Super bubbly. Anyways, I'll look it up later. She'll be playing the prequel Furiosa, and I think she'll do awesome. My turn? Are you um, good? Questions? More? One more thing that I can think of. You mentioned that America Chavez mm-hmm. is Captain no, Marvel. She's no, not. No, you were thinking I was wrong. of. I was thinking of Kamala Khan. You were thinking Khan. of yeah. Kamal Khan, which is Kamal Khan. Marvel. But I forget America Chavez. Chavez's name that she takes up. I I don't recall because again you I, I don't know enough about each character's and that's my own yeah. ignorance that I don't think it's even Aquinas, they're just not popular. They're not that popular and you're uh, unfortunately, and I know this is gonna sound semi racist and prejudiced and I apologize, you are releasing two culturally charged characters right around the same time as well as you've done Moon Knight. I understand, like you're like, check out all these other cultures. That's great. Maybe getting some more clear like marketing on like who this person who these people are because again like she became a big thing like at their last second like anybody was like Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange but like you know don't really get to see America Chavez's character yeah and I, and I really apologize because she she did fairly well and I, I think I she did her. good yeah so I thought a lot she her acting was I am I'm a lot more confident moving forward but uh it makes me more nervous to have kamala come in because essentially she's just gonna be playing the exact some like i can't control my power kind of yeah um i i won't not watch it i'll have we'll we'll, we'll watch it of course but what one uh the the marvels is what it's called oh is it called marvels when is that coming out uh later this year or beginning of next year oh i don't know what's after moon night i would think that 
No, the Marvels is a full movie. Oh, oh it's, it's a full not movie. a show. I thought it was a show. Okay. Are you sure? I do kind uh, of appreciate. Now I'm confused because I remember Kamala Khan was going to be in a show, but then I also no. Kamala Khan has her own show. Captain Marvel 2 has just been changed to The Marvels. Yes. There. Got it. Yes, yes. I am kind of happy that they're incorporating the shows into the movies, though. Yes, I feel they have done... I guess that's for marketing, though, but... (laughs) It makes it more linear, but for some examples, some directors have made it a point not to really include, so... Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight, they have no connections to... Anybody else. Anybody so far. Really? They haven't mentioned anyone. Oof. So, I mean... Yeah, I'm not caught up yet, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know, I just think it's nice that they're they're incorporating both. I mean, it makes sense marketing-wise to do that. So then, oh, hey, now they're going to watch our other show. Um, yeah. Right. Yep, oh, we'll get there. And it did give... A solid ending. Well, that's it. Like, you, you can never have another Wanda series, though. Because yeah. her story's done now. She's gone. Yeah, but we're, we, we've already had confirmation that we're going to get an Agatha series. All right. That's true. Okay. So that will be... But, but then again, I'm just like, saying, like, following... Strictly following her, we're not going to do that ever right. again. I, I liked Wanda Maximoff. Like, she was a good character. And they Iron Manned her. She can never really come back. No, she can come back. They, they've they already shown that there will be thousands of other versions of her. They all just happen to be not crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but the crazy one's kind of cool. Yeah. She looks like she went through that fucking is, hell at one point. That is I, some uh, complicated grief right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so my question was, these <laughs> other kids in these other universes... Did she birth them? Like who did she, who did she bang? She didn't. She did just you, she created. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in every single multiverse. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, but so in these other multiverses, she's still holding that town hostage. No, they just exist in a different yeah. form. They, oh, she, she just figured out how to like. Because she's so powerful, they exist as Wanda Maximoff's children. Oh, okay. She was able to recreate that in her imagination when she took over the town and that spread through the multiverse. So technically, uh. those versions don't even exist. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of a cluster, isn't it? Yeah. Is it my turn? Um, oh, you two are the fucking worst. Sure, you can go now, hun. Go. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. babe, you can go. I'm not. I'm not trying to be rude, but you. Uh, I'm just curious. You. You keep popping up questions. Well, as I'm remembering the movie. <laughs> Me too. I, I, I'm doing the same thing. Um. Yeah, I can't think of any others that I can think of. I did like Stephen's hair. A lot of points. Yeah, he had some. Cool okay, hairs. now you guys are just like putting in the water. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Now we're just. Um. So All first right, off, we're going to talk about the positives. Okay. I will commend that they definitely did a uh, red red herring with uh, Patrick Stewart showing him off in the trailer because one of the more big shocking things was uh, was was John being Mr. Fantastic, mm-hmm. which you know was a big deal because that was the number one fan cast. I mean, obviously, look um, at him. He's oh, he was absolutely perfect, and it was it. Made that all more bittersweet because he just fucking got killed. No, oh. I can't even talk. Sorry, <laughs> I waited through your turn. <laughs> yeah, but you have this whole fucking thing that's coming. Yours is fun to commentary too. Yeah, because it's. It, I'm trying to be positive. I'm not even on the rant yet. We're mm-hmm. getting there. Mm-hmm. Um. It made it more bittersweet because it was the version of him that was older. Um, this is after Ben has lost his arm and they lost Johnny. Um, Who lost their arm? Uh, ben. Ben Grimm. Thing. Thing. Um, oh, he, he loses, loses an arm? Yeah, he loses an arm. I, I, I forget which point he loses an arm and a leg and he, they get replaced with adamantium. Um, Sue's alive, but Johnny's dead. And then they have a robot AI that helps them and then they have their kids. Um, this is... Which... Uh, 
I forget their kid's name. Do their kids have superpowers? Yeah, they do. Oh, um, and he's really, really powerful. powerful the, we, we see this version um, when Spider-Man ends up going to a different dimension in the future um, and becomes uh, Spider-Man with the white suit, and he's part of the Fantastic Four for a little oh. bit. Mm, I do um, understand that. So, yeah, this is that version is what it, it alluded to. You think? Well, yeah, because he has kids, and that is clear. And you could kind of tell he's like, yeah, I have kids, but he was also like kind of sad about saying it. Regardless of whatever connection he was trying to have to Wanda, because it makes me believe this is after, you know, a lot of tragedy has already happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at that point, Doom is dead, too. So he's he's lost a lot. Anyways, so that was a great fan casting. If they would have had Emily Blunt be there as well, I mean, they would have just completed every fan's dream of seeing her as Sue Storm. And, you know. And um, from as far as I know, Maybe not the perfect fan casting, but just from what I've seen, Zac Efron as fucking John Storm. That would be good, but I thought you were going to say Doctor Doom, and I actually would have been more for that. Really? He can play a great villain. We, that Ted Bundy documentary. Oh. Again, I, I've said this before. and Another good villain. Uh, well, the Ted Bundy was an actual Hold on. We're not, gonna get, we're not I getting mean, there. Still a good villain. Focus back up. Focus it up. Um, no, because that Ted Bundy, and I've said this before, and I say this in jest still, but like, we know what Ted Bundy did. He, he did these things, but the Zac Efron, like, movie he did about it I walked away thinking going, I don't think he fucking did it <laughs> like he was so good as like yep. a bad guy that I was like I, I don't think he fucking did it yep. I don't care what court evidence me. says I, I, so yeah like if I, he played Doctor Doom I would be a lot more interested but like Johnny Storm sure but that's like saying like young Chris Evans is Johnny Storm like yeah it sure but like so what you're saying he wouldn't bring depth he wouldn't like bring he, any depth to the like character he would to Doctor Doom. No, it's like when we got the Baywatch reboot. We got The Rock, but it's still just Baywatch. Like, yeah. Okay. We we I just wanted to watch that. slow motion oiled up. Like you didn't bring any depth to. What was her name? Alexa. Anyways, it did, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. So first it's off, Baywatch. Baywatch is a very old drama. Pamela Anderson. David Hasselhoff. Huge cans. Yeah, it was like huge. It was like. Everybody's lube up factory before like porn uh, got okay. big. All right, because you would just watch Pamela Anderson with her big fake boobies jumping up and down on the beach in their slow motion. Yeah, like, just about. Oh, Daddy's watching, rubbing. Get the tissues. Get out. Ew. <laughs> um, Dad, you know what I'm saying. This totally happened yeah. way more than it should. So, John, he's great. Um, and I do appreciate the the detail they took with. Um, Patrick Stewart making him Professor X. The chair was great. The suit was even 100%. Yeah. I nearly lost my shit, though, when he went in her mind because I know Patrick Stewart more as, like, a stage actor and mm-hmm. on Broadway and stuff more than, like, um, his, his just film. Professor X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to see him in, like, the black turtleneck, Ken, I was like, this is a very dramatic reading of something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I nearly lost it. Um oh. If I remember correctly, the the turtleneck is very comic book accurate too. It is, but it was just funny to see him as, as somebody I know is like a very like proper stage man to be. be yeah, very, I was like someone somewhere just screaming. Did just you like, ever see that show of him where they redid um, Hamilton? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. And they they actually redo it like word for word from Shakespeare, but they have more. Um, different visuals so like it's supposed to be in like soviet russia instead huh it's actually pretty cool back back to what i'm doing sorry okay <laughs> you were talking about the stage stuff and the, i'm like that's the, that's exactly what he did the the positives and i very much okay so we're, we're going to start uh, breaking down characters i love um elizabeth olsen i think i think she's an amazing actress she did phenomenal for being in a field that uh, we haven't ever seen her in, really. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. What else was she in? She's just in, like, smaller stuff. She's one of the freaking Olsen sisters. Like, she wasn't in a ton of, like, good roles um, growing up. She's made a name for herself, definitely. I think definitely, like, Wind Wind River and this... 
were like her two best movies that um, I've seen. Or I, the Marvel movies yeah. show. American Chavez, I'm going to be dead honest, and this is going to throw me under the bus for a lot of people. I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. Because in in the grand scheme of like actors you could have picked to be like a more knowledgeable version of someone, like I don't know, Benedict Cumberbatch is not, not one of those people. Like I know Christian Bale is up for um, doing uh, God Killer and Thor, but like I would have liked to seen somebody more refined. And I know like that's not trying to say Benedict Cumberbatch isn't a great man, but like you have people like Army Hammer and like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I've never liked him as like oh I'm super smart and like I don't know. He doesn't, in my opinion, in the Marvel movies, he doesn't play off smart very well. No, he plays off as kind of dopey, and that just... He's a smartass, and he is yeah. dopey. But the, See, but like, if you are all-knowing and all-powerful, like, look at you know Rick and Morty. He's a drunk because he doesn't want to be the smartest guy, but when he does, he's very savage about it, and it always feels like no matter what, when I watch... And it may not be Benedict Cumberbatch's fault. It's just that he just seems like he always loses. And he just doesn't seem like he's very smart. Could be the writing, though. I guess so. That, yeah. that Anyways. I mean, I like his his acting chops. And I think he looks just like he was pulled out of the comics. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been a better Tony Stark. Uh, really? Just because, I like, comic book accurate-wise, he would have been more what Tony looked like in the comics before Robert Downey Jr. got a hold of him. I would have rather seen Robert Downey Jr.'s Doctor Strange. He would have done that way better. Hmm. Flip their roles. Yeah, I would have liked to see that if we were staying within that realm. And speaking of Robert Downey Jr., I know that he's dead. I know that he's Mm-mm. out, more or less. Mm-mm. But at the same time, I would have liked to have seen him in a different universe. I uh, okay, we're, we'll get there. Hold on, I'm talking about the positives. Um, now we're going to focus on the the direction, the director of the movie. I love Evil Dead with a passion. Okay, never seen it. I love Bruce Campbell. Okay, some of my favorite series. We've watched them multiple times. Evil Dead Two. Is one of like my top ten horror movies. Okay. Ash versus Evil Dead, great show. It's a great TV series, and the third one, as crazy as it gets, is fucking hilarious, and I love it. Uh, Ooh. is that the one where he goes back in time? Yeah, okay. this is my boomstick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. That one is good. It's hilarious, and that's where we get a lot of Bruce Campbell's like tropes. The problem is, is that this story sucked. This story sucked through and through because I knew Sam Raimi's work and I knew the Evil Dead well enough that all I watched was a bigger budget version of the Evil Dead with different characters. Hmm. From the scene where there's the evil Wanda hiding behind the stairs, that weird camera angle thing, that's what the Deadites do in Evil Dead when they're hunting somebody that they're about oh, to possess. Yeah, you're right. The cameras of chasing someone down, it's what the Deadites do. And the whole Bruce Campbell slapstick when they're fighting and all that, it's what happens in the Evil Dead. All the whispering and talking and when she infiltrates somebody's mind and all goes all slow, it's what the deadites do in the evil... Like, it was just watching the evil dead, which I have no problem with. Again, mm-hmm. I loved watching this movie, and you're right, for a lot of people, this will be an introduction to horror. We're going to talk about those deaths, by the way, because oh, yeah. we'll oh, get there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't even get hyped about <laughs> it. You're about to be shit on, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> so I loved watching Sam Rainey get his hands again on... Something big. Something big. Yeah. That wasn't Spider-Man, you know, that he had a bigger budget for. And the Multiverse of Madness was a great way to show off some of his horror chops that he's accrued. And his brand, because it, it, even, like, the imagery of when she steps and, you know, all the mirrors and the horror stuff and the whispering was just very... A lot of stuff he's gathered over his time of directing. And, again, if you watch Ash vs. the Evil Dead, you're going to see all of this. And Ash vs. the Evil Dead was in the past five years. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to see 
similar mm-hmm. stuff. So that's why visually the movie and the direction I love. Story-wise, this thing could have been thrown away and I wouldn't have cared. You could have swapped anybody. You could have made this Captain America and then I don't care. This movie, this story sucked. I could care less about a or about a multiverse jumping woman or girl. I could care less about whatever Doctor Strange had a hand in doing. And I don't feel that, no, he is the worst of the worst. I don't think at all because we know that Mephesto exists. And they even show that Mephesto exists in this if you weren't paying attention. I uh, see Jason wasn't paying attention. So, well, no, this story sucked. Okay. They took the conclusion of what they feel Wanda would have felt at the end of WandaVision. Because at the end of WandaVision, it seemed wrapped up tight. Nice little yeah. bow that she was going to be better. Yeah. She knew that she was the Scarlet Witch, but she was making an effort to be better. It feels like they picked on her for no fucking reason at all. And made her just a full crazy bitch for no reason at all. Did she get the dark hold? No. In no. WandaVision? What did she get? No, she yeah. got the dark hold from Agatha. Oh, yeah, that's true. But then, like, it told the Scarlet Witch. She used the Scarlet Witch's power to defeat Agatha. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to stop because the Avengers are like, well, we got to kill you. And they're like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to be better. This isn't what Vision would have wanted. Yeah, and then it was she, a let, whole she resolve. let them all go and, like, it was very emotional. So they took the half of that story and they're like, okay, how can we super shittily explain what the multiverse is? You have to admit, this was the most childish way to explain the multiverse. Yes. This was garbage. And I'm very upset that they focused, again, only on one person that can go through the multiverses. And they gave... And this is this is where a lot of people are going to get mad. How... Mm, this isn't Sam Raimi. This is this is more uh, Kevin Feige's fault. How fucking dare you treat the X Men and the Fantastic Four and the hopes of them like shit? Yeah. Because we all know you have no fucking idea right now on how to bring them in. Yeah. Um. And so to to be like, here's the multiverse, and here's all these properties we purchased. Wink, nudge. Fuck you. Yeah, and, and that's why the, I don't know how he's gonna do it. That's why the 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 casting of of everyone there was that much more bittersweet because like it was just like fan service, but kind of the middle finger at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and and I, that's I, I get that, and that's where I I that's where I realized this movie was only to give the fans a little rub tug until like the next big thing. What until Thor. Tell, tell Thor, but even Thor is going to be another filler, I can tell you right now. Yeah. But from what I've read, Thor's supposed to be really good. I, and, I've always liked but, the Thor movies. But then again, Multiverse was supposed to be really good. The Multiverse, again, like I loved his direction. I loved the visual effects, and they reminded me wholeheartedly of one of my favorite horror series of all times. But I knew only that. That's all I could see. Again, half the time, you could have swapped Bruce Campbell's character for Doctor Strange, and I would have believed it. I was half hoping half the time he would open up a portal and there was a Bruce Campbell version of Doctor Strange. I would have lost my mind. That would have been pretty cool. Right? Instead, Um, we get slapstick, you know, unfortunate. they, They could have played that. A little differently. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. He wanted to bring his boy in. He wanted to bring Bruce. And Bruce is a huge fan. You know, they're like, of course, bring him. But, like, that's besides the point. My my problem is they treated so many concepts that they could have done well with, like, shit, especially coming on the tail end of Moon Knight, which yeah. dealt with mental issues in a very I- adult way. I still need to watch. No, no, no! Like you, you clearly have seen the first I mean, few, yeah. so you understand that like they are dealing with some form of. He does have mental issues, though. Schizophrenia, very well, though, mm-hmm. and we will say without spoilers, they give a very accurate description of what happens in certain events and mm-hmm. what it can cause. Um, so they did very well with it, and then to turn around and be like, and now the multiverse, something that we challenge DC over yearly, and something that we promote heavily in our comics now. Here's kid version that's watered down. 
Well, didn't Loki introduce us really to the multiverse? Yeah. Yeah, in a much better way, but then... In a cooler way. In a cooler way, in a more factual way, but this way was just super, like, here's all these flashy colors, don't look at the logic, because not a lot of people watched Loki. Really? I thought that was a big... It gained following later, but when this movie was initially concepted, no, they, they didn't take to Loki as much as they have now. So they just treated the the multiverse very, very poorly. And and I go even further with the whole cameos. You have the rights to X-Men. You have the rights to the Fantastic Four. In your post-credit scenes, things that you are known for changing the entire direction of your movies, you gave us, again, two slaps in the face as as fans. One, you gave us Clea, which we didn't know. What you could have done is you ended the movie with um, Doctor Strange becoming part of the Dark Hole thing in the third eye, mm-hmm. signifying that he has some hand in the dark side of things. You could have introduced, and without any particular order, Ghost Rider, Blade, Moon Knight again, uh, the Black Knight. You could have introduced Swamp Thing. You could have introduced anybody. Mm-hmm. That's true. Instead, you gave us Clea. I don't give a fuck about Clea. I don't give a rat's fucking ass about her space issues. Her space issues. Second, don't get me wrong. I love me Bruce Campbell. I'll watch <laughs> Bruce Campbell all damn day I, and listen to his voice. If he narrated, if he was, if I had somebody to narrate my life, it would be Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Because he would do it perfectly. Because it would be full of sarcasm. It's true. Okay. True. You've seen the B movie. You see, you know, the guy that's on the back of my phone when she's like, we're going to sue the human race and he turns around. Mm-hmm. I want that face is like my biography with Bruce Campbell narrating my life. My life would be complete. Anyways. <laughs> okay. How fucking dare you again show us him l- losing or gaining control back of his hand, full circumventing the whole evil dead trope because one of the big things in evil dead is that he never has control over one of his hands so that's why he cuts it off and puts a chainsaw on it yeah um because his hand becomes evil yeah it gets possessed by a deadite um so it was a good like nod to that but again fucking dare you right off the tail end of the eternals which is by far one of the most poorly put together marvel movies not sony marvel marvel movies Mm -hmm. and you gave us thanos's brother which was like a big deal because then we're also getting adam warlock soon which is another big deal in nova and you gave me bruce campbell slapping himself yeah this movie this story was shit yeah and I will say that a whole 100%. I don't care what, what score they get. I give Sam Raimi's direction 100%. It was great. I watched a higher budget version of Evil Dead, and I love that. Story-wise, this gets like a two. You did nothing to further, like, progress the story in any way. Like, yeah. Loki did it way better. We already said it. Like, you had no reason to do this except to introduce us. And we talked about this earlier. You are shoehorning in another foreign and foreign meaning not American whatever I and I apologize I don't know her ethnicity or I would guess Hispanic I don't care I'm just saying like the hero's ethnicity and I'm, I'm not going to go with labels you've shoehorned another culturally acceptable hero right now mm-hmm. for no fucking reason other than to gain brownie points and I understand what you're doing I understand that's how the business is run it's stupid and you ruined a really great story for gaining brownie points with... And again, like, you treated the Scarlet Witch so poorly, and you made Strange and the entire Academy fucking useless. Did yeah. anybody else notice, like, how useless they were the entire time? Like, the, why do we have them? Yeah. The Illuminati? No, not the Illuminati. Well, them too, but... Um, yeah, everybody was... The monks and stuff... I was like, they are completely useless. What is the point of having, like, the Sorcerer Supreme and all these guys? They all suck. They did only fight one woman. They fought one woman and then lost because some dude got scared. With, there were easily, what, 250 people there? Uh, dude, it was, that's what I'm saying, like, story-wise. I didn't think about that. There was I a lot of problems. Yeah. 
You're pointing out a lot of interesting There's things a, here. Again, I can watch the movie and say this is Evil Dead. Story-wise, there are plot holes and just shitty, like, not handled well. And the whole Spider-Man conversation was such a slap in the face, too. To be like, oh, yeah, we had an issue with the Spider-Man not too long ago. And then just was like, never wipe that away. And then it was like... Okay, you didn't explain how you knew about Spider-Man. You didn't explain yeah, who knows about Spider-Man. You don't know how the multiverse around Spider-Man works. It seemed like a big fucking deal since it almost, you know, crushed all of reality. But, you know, you're going to forget about that. Like, it didn't address any issues and it just swept it under the rug saying, don't Well, and look then wouldn't that. he have also forgotten about Spider-Man? Wasn't the whole, that the whole point? Yeah. And, and that's why I feel it's lazy storytelling that if in interviews... And in background stuff on the press tours, they're explaining how certain people know about Spider-Man or who doesn't know. or That's lazy writing then. Yeah. You don't get to explain your story further than what's on the screen or in the book. Yeah. Hmm. Well, because the, the second he's like, yeah, Spider-Man, I was like, wait, how does he know about Spider-Man? Yeah. And I understand there's commentaries and like your initial thoughts and all that good stuff after the movies are done and the stories are done. Yeah, um, I don't think we should let artists change stuff because then we have stuff like George R. R. Lucas or um, if we go too far, like, what do you think about this? And then we get J.K. Rowling. You know, like, we... It's lazy. It, it left so many unanswered questions that it will keep you engaged just long enough to pump out the next movie, which, you know... Mm-hmm. is unfortunate for me because I'm a huge, you know, dark side of the world fan and we're headed towards that with, you know... Everything. But but again, like, to circle back to the whole cameos thing, you gave us two and said, that's good enough. Cameos as in... Jonathan, you know... Jonathan uh, Sankrodinsky. Fan, Mr. Fantastic and Charles Xavier. We got no introduction of who... And Black Bolt, so... Th- Okay, so we're going to get to this now that you reminded me. We're going to talk about death in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit when anybody says. I don't give a shit on how much they may have cried during the Endgame or how much they... Infinity War. I don't give a fuck. You can go fuck yourselves, and you don't know what trauma is. Mm -hmm. Because they handled death with... Like they handled the Scarlet Witch? No. The babyest of No, no. They handled death like a teenager that has been given a gun. (laughs) Now, let me explain why. They are so gung-ho on not showing death in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. They have made that a point. And if somebody does die, it's a very traumatic, it's a very big movement. It's a very big, you know thing Mm -hmm. and it's usually the villain and the one hero that we have had died Robert Downey Jr. people have tattoos and you know big sad thing you know Mm -hmm. you do not get to go into another universe where the consequences do not matter and then just start destroying and annihilating people no that does not make sense character development wise that she goes from you know, I'm going to incapacitate some people, blow some stuff up to cold-blooded murder. Murder, and I'm not saying like, oh, it was a big like she shot a bullet and it, it singed through him like in the beginning. No, she fucking suicide squatted Black Bolt, yeah, and she in in one of the most horrific ways of um, I forget who they fought, but a fantastic forward. That is one of the ways that he dies, and it is horrific. Really? Because it is also this, in the same spans that Johnny gets all the oxygen ripped out of him and dies that way. Like, it's a very horrific. I can't remember which one it is. Okay. Um, and, and she just starts and kills Captain Marvel. Like, she just goes full, like, rated R form. Oh, yeah. And in, oh, in absolutely. a universe that doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. They have no idea what they're doing with death. Because in our universe, nobody can die. But in everyone else's, fuck them. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, that's. That makes sense. That 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 gives no consequence. That's where you're coming from. Because that means you have no idea how to handle death. Because otherwise, you would have made death more casual before this point. Yeah. And, And I will wholeheartedly say that in Moon Knight, they have treated death super carelessly you know especially towards the the ender episodes um so that's what i'm saying like they 
Marvel doesn't know how to deal with death very well in the MCU. In some points, they can do it perfectly. Again, that Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Logan, um, those deaths mattered and they were a big deal. But again, you took a Black Bolt, one of the strongest beings in the Marvel Universe, two of the perfect fan castings, and even the way that she kills uh, Professor X with the whole neck snapping and then she Freddy Kruegers him, they have no idea what they're doing. They're just doing it because they're like, oh, shock value. Oh, you oh, want your fan castings? Fuck you. Like, it was shocking, that's for sure. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I feel they picked Sam is because like they're in the tone the entire time was so off. And that's what bothered me the most is because Marvel wants to keep their movies so lighthearted and like family friendly that when they did this, they're like, who can we do to introduce horror? And of course, like... There's only one dude that's been doing slapstick horror since, you know, the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and even then, like, you can kind of tell this wasn't a pace that they had any idea what they were doing. Because you go from scenes where, again, like, they're walking down the street and, oh my god. This is how I knew the story sucked. How many slow motion scenes did we watch? About ten? A, f- a few. How a much? Few. How long of them did they each last? About five, four to five minutes. I don't what know do about mean? four to five minutes. Yeah. When, when any a slow motion part would come down, where Wanda would slow stuff down. Okay, one to two minutes, right? One to two minutes, ten, ten of them or so, right? Yeah, something like 20 that. Twenty minutes of slow mo. What is this? Is this a Zack Snyder film? <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. And, and what got me the most, and this is what I mean by the pacing was off, you get this this jaunty mess throughout, you know, we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then you get probably one of the most interesting villain. and okay, I will say this, and I will praise this scene, but I will also plot out this story point. Wong said the exact same thing like six dozen times, and she didn't listen to him. Mm-hmm. Herself tells her this once, and immediately she's cured. Yeah. Which is that her other children will be loved. Wong said that a dozen times, and so did America. Like, she said it, like, before she started taking power. She's like, they're Mm -hmm. fine. What if they don't want you? They'll be okay. Like, they're okay. What about their mom? Said it a dozen other times, a dozen different ways, and it's not until she, like, herself is like, no, they'll be loved, that she's like, I'm a monster. It's like... What? <laughs> what tipped you off to that, bitch? <laughs> so all these other people that have died trying to tell you to stop this, but your your two sons show you that you're the monster, and then yourself says, no, it's okay now, let it go. And you're fine? I, do I don't think you understand what character development is yeah. as a whole. And I, and I blame that on Sam a little bit, because Bruce Campbell's... Ash Williams doesn't have a lot of character development. Even in The Evil Dead, he didn't have a lot of character no. development. Mm-hmm. He still is a one-lining, like, drinking, sexed-up guy. Like, And that's why you loved him. Like, you know, there wasn't a ton of character development for anybody in any of these movies except for America. And honestly, I'm going to admit that it just seems shoehorn. It's not stuff I haven't seen before, in a, and especially in a Marvel movie. Oh, she came to terms and she's got the courage now. Oh my fucking god, I don't care. Which kind of saw that coming. Right? Everyone saw that coming. There was no point that that was not going to happen. Yeah. And now that you bring it up, America, (laughs) instead of the post-credit scene that we got with Bruce Campbell, which Bruce Campbell's great. I don't particularly know his work. But I think he's great. He's essentially only known for being Ash Williams. Yes. And he it's like Mark Hamill and the Joker and mm-hmm. Luke. Those are just the roles he was born to play. Mm-hmm. But they could have given us her finding her parents. But maybe that's not the storyline from her character. They could have given us anything, and I would have been happy because, spoilers again, the very last second... Before she goes to, like, her house, America hits her, and the portal which she goes to is hell. Yeah. 
And I thought that was going to end there, and I was like, great. I was then like, we're going to have. Push that bitch because, in. so this is the, the detail that you missed um, is that in the incursion world, when he goes to see Strange that has been dealing with the Darkhold, his doors are Mephesto's face. So Mephesto exists, and they keep alluding the entire time to a demon, even though that they quietly settle on the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. It's never confirmed that Mephesto is not there. And I think they're just waiting to pull that little string once we get Blade, Moon Knight, the Midnight Suns, essentially. Hmm. I would, I, if I had to guess, they'd probably do Mephesto. If it were me, if I were, like, really thinking about it, I would do Mephesto with Ghost Rider. So, here's what we know moving forward, and I think that... I think they are going to long shot Mephesto on this, and I'll explain why. I feel that with the way that things are headed, we could easily get Mephesto mm-hmm. very quickly because we already know that Blade's here. We know that the Black Knight is here. Yes. Um, and we also. Two of the only things that happened good in the Eternals. Yeah, the only things, and they were the last three seconds. Um. <laughs> And we know that Moon Knight, in some way, is is focusing more on the death side of things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could easily go with that. And now this is me being way hopeful. And I think that um, Kevin Feige listens to the internet. And I think that's what propels him through these Marvel movies doing so well. Yes. But at the same time, I think it's also hindering. Yeah. To a degree. Because he listens to the true fans, and he himself is a true fan. Mm-hmm. And Which, I, I understand that he listens to the true fans when we get fan casting, hence John. Um, and then he gets to do it with whatever he wants and the shareholders in Disney, and that's where things kind of get hindered and stuff. However... This is pure speculation, so we're going to quickly wrap up um, Multiverse and Madness. Fucking watch it once. Cool, great, and then be like, oh, I watched a horror movie. It wasn't that scary. Like, there were a couple of good jump scares because, of course, like... Mm -hmm. Because it was branded as a horror movie. Yeah, and it was dead quiet, so it was, like, on purpose. Um, So, I mean, if if you are a uh, Sam Raimi fan, you're going to be like, oh, this is the Evil Dead. If you're not, then this is a great intro to quote-unquote, huge quote-unquotes here, horror, as everyone else has said. But I'm saying, like, if you go and watch this and then you go watch, like, I don't know, It Follows or, you know, Cloverfield Lane, go fuck yourself. Like, there's two different levels of horror. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi's horror is, again, the three stooges of horror. Like, it's not that scary. And don't get me wrong, I love him to death. And the original Evil Dead was, like, gut-wrenching. But Mm -hmm. what he turned himself into was, you know, goofy comedy horror, and I love it. Um, That wrapped up. Um, First off... It was it was upsetting to hear that the, there there were a lot of rumors floating around that Tom Cruise would have been a, another Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark. I yeah. would have liked to see that in some format. Listen though, I just don't like Tom Cruise. I know, but Not like that guy. if you would have pictured anybody that has like that charisma, he would have been an easy pick. Is what I'm saying. Not as like a full like I'm I'm the new Iron Man. I am no, God. Just as a cameo. Yeah, as a cameo would have been cool. It would have been a nice like nod. But then again, hmm. whatever. Um, it would have been fun to see him as uh, Iron Man. He has the same haircut every single time in all of his movies. The same fucking stupid haircut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So his tangent. My So this is just pure speculation at this point. So we're going to stop here for a second. This is just pure speculation. Now it was confirmed about a week before Doctor Strange came out that Keanu Reeves has signed on to do a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be Ghost Rider? This is what I mean. Like, Kevin Feige listens to fans. Mm -hmm. If he is anything but Ghost Rider, I think he's going to lose a lot of points. And I don't think, besides, what's his name? Daryl. Oh, Daryl from The Walking Dead? Yeah. That guy. I don't know his. 
That's a uh, Norman Norman Reedus. Norman okay. Reedus. Like, he was the exactly only other pick for Ghost Rider, but we would have gotten like a '90s grunge Ghost Rider in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like the dirty, like I'm a drifter, and like you know the Nicolas Cage version, but dirtier. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Nick Cage, quick plug, everybody. Go see The Unbearable Weight of Stardom. That was a good movie. That is the most brilliant movie I've seen in a while. Wow, okay. Um, it was good. With Keanu Reeves and Norman Reedus, I like them both for Ghost Rider. But if I were to pull just a, just a fan casting out of nowhere, I like them both also for Mephesto. See, this is my other fear is that they 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 pick him from Mephesto, and I don't want that. Because he wouldn't last long? Mephesto is not a quiet man. Um, See, I don't know much about Mephesto. Mephesto when, is very flashy and very cold and calculated, which John Wick... Or John Wick. <laughs> See, that's all I can think of. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves can do what... Keanu Reeves doesn't do loud very well. He's mm-hmm. a very... Yeah. Polite guy, very mm-hmm. soft spoken. The world loves him mm-hmm. twice over. Give me Jason Momoa from Mephesto any day. Give me somebody that yeah. has the charisma <laughs> and loud, but at the same time, you know, the Cal Drago cold and like silent when he needs to be. Yes. Give me. Hmm. Don't, he would actually be great. Don't give me Keanu Reeves because Keanu Reeves very easily is the next ghostwriter because the ghostwriter doesn't talk a shit ton. Mm-hmm. He just comes for you and that's yeah. the scariest part of him. He, he's a one word man. Now, if we got um, what's the kid's name? Mexican kid drives a car. Give me some form of that one. What? Um, huh? So, in Ghostwriter in the most uh, recent iterations Oh, uh, I forget his oh, name. I didn't know he was Robbie Reyes. Robbie Reyes um, is a kid that is the brother of like a drug or of like a gangbanger. Um, and he gets the spirit of vengeance but takes his brother's car and the car becomes um, like his bike and the thing is just fucking mean as hell. Right. Um, and he is a very like um, street level fighter kind of kid. See, I don't want that one. Um, I would I would very much prefer, you know, Johnny. Hmm. That's that's my favorite Ghost Rider. That's everyone's favorite Ghost Rider. I mean, obviously, he's the original. Yeah. Um, but, so, will we get Keanu Reeves soon? I don't know. But more than anything, I think they're more holding their breath towards Blade. More than anything. For, on what they're going to do oh, what moving the? forward. Because they're... Oh, so, besides the, the, the whole Dark Universe, they're really set up for Galactus right now, more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Eternals looming, and that story could quickly follow not too you know far behind with Thanos' brothers, so that's what I'm saying. They have two roads they could easily do here. Um, Which is Galactus and... Just Mephesto, essentially. So, like, they, they have two roads, and we still haven't gotten any... The, the bat, we haven't gotten any Fantastic Four, no Doom. Like, they can easily continue the Marvel Universe for the next 50 years, 30 years. Oh, yeah. yeah, easily. No, no X-Men... <clears throat> But the problem is that I, I think they're starting to understand that fans are getting fed Tired. up. Like, we want the the other, you know, we want the other things. We don't want a slow burn build again, like The Eternals. That movie sucked. Morbius sucked. Yeah. This one, as I said, story sucked. Oh! But the thing I'll give the multiverse map is, and you've said it, their visual effects great. Well, their their visual effects are great, and and I want to touch on this. There's the scene between Wanda, and there's the scene between Scarlet Witch, uh, the the scene of the resolve, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll be loved. It felt like this weird resolve, because a lot of the time in Sam's movies, there's not a resolve, because it's always set up for, like, the next adventure, but always gets cut. Spider-Man, Evil Dead, it always ends on cliffhangers. And so it was unique to see like this resolve on how I feel like he would have treated the endings of his movies and stuff to like his characters and mm-hmm. like letting them be okay. Aside from like the goofy horror stuff. So it was it was interesting to see such a, a, a horrific writer take notes and be able to, you know, give us that visual. So that scene was great. Aside from that it was all stupid. 
Well, I, I like the, the visual effects with the mirrors. I mean, I thought those were kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Because, no. I mean, I've never done the horror things. I thought the deaths and the horror was kind of just... It was very like, whoa, that's something I haven't seen before. Oh, yeah. And that's something I definitely haven't seen in a Marvel movie. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. If they're going to do that for this movie... I would like to see a Deadpool kills Marvel universe. Uh, well, they're not going to do that. So we do get Deadpool three. That's been confirmed, and it will be rated R. <laughs> Which I haven't seen Deadpool two. <laughs> we should de- let's do that um, for sure. Let's watch that one. That On a quick okay. bit of housekeeping here at the very end, we're changing up how we're doing the podcast because, as you've seen, we haven't done this in a while. Um, we've taken hiatus because. We, we figured that what we were doing, we didn't like doing. Um, so we have some ideas, me and Jason have brainstormed, to look at a villain as a whole. We don't have to do specifically Marvel or DC, but we want to see you know, who the villain is, what, uh, what they can do, powers, and you know, are they a good villain? Are they a bad villain? What makes them that way? And I think more of this three-way conversation between the three of us rather than just Me telling, telling us a story. story is a lot more interesting. Yeah, so it's going to be more free-based. Because um, we get a lot more perspective. So it, it'll be much more easier. They probably won't be as long. We've talked about only 30 minutes. I, I doubt it. But yeah, like I said, we we like to but we, we like to talk. We didn't want to do the whole same process because it wasn't going anywhere, and we didn't want to do the the same movie and show review as everyone else does because we have nothing new to bring to the table. Otherwise, other than what we're big nerds, goofballs, and idiots, but like <laughs> you know, we we don't bring anything new. So if we can look at them as a whole and break them down and kind of expand what the villain part of the villain's cave is. You know, it'll give us a direction where we want to head next and what we want to build. So we're still working with it, guys. We appreciate you sticking with us and not judging us too much. Uh, but that's the housekeeping end of things. Mm-hmm. But now we have This Week in Comics. Okay, let's hear it. This Week in Comics. Cade and Cassie haven't seen the 2003 digital Spider-Man. This isn't today in comics. It kind of is. Okay. It's today in comics for me. Okay. But... It's so awful that it's so good. But it's, like it's like a cult classic. But but didn't this like shortly spawn the Ultimate Spider-Man games afterwards? Probably. And I, I really like those art styles, even though they were jank as all hell. Oh, it was <laughs> a super digitized oh. version, and it was awful. But it you was know so what? Good. You know what the animation of that reminded me of? Hmm. Um, Cold Lyoko. Nah, Cold Lyoko had more of an anime style. I'm talking about a game, Facade. I never played it. Never played it. This is the creepiest fucking game you'll ever play. It's not supposed to be a horror game, but it almost is. <laughs> okay. It's very strange. But uh, that's kind of what that reminded me of, where like they have the weird like outlines around them, but mm-hmm. you can tell like the inside's supposed to be 3D. It's really weird. Those styles are strange. For some reason, and we'll end on this... I love that they put, like, the, the X-Men theme in there and that they're doing the X-Men, like, cartoon series. For some reason, I would have loved to see Beast more than anyone else. In the movie? In the movie. For some reason, like, when I think of the X-Men, it wasn't to see, like, Wolverine or them to introduce how that all happens. I would have loved to see Beast be, like, one of the smart people. Yeah. Be, like, very... Be, I wouldn't say Beast is very cold and calculated, but he's very... He's very smart. He's very somber. Yeah. Very... Has his hand behind his back, and he's like very—he's listening, and he's learning, and he's processing. Yeah, dude, I just don't even know how to—if it—if not in the multiverse movie, how the fuck are you going to introduce like X Men and, and all the other the, ones? The the Baxter Foundation stuff when they haven't existed before, and Oscorp and shit like that. Well, Oscorp doesn't exist in our universe, but Venom exists. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I think there would. I think there would have to be a giant. Here's what I think. Almost like a multiverse collision where it's like. Well, that's what I thought was going to happen. And that's and that's what they kept alluding to, and that's what I think is going to start to kind of happen with the whole Thor thing. Which, if I were to think about 
what I would have wanted more from the Multiverse Madness is, and this is a very loose-based theory that I would have liked to have seen, two universes just switch. Half their people and half their people that got snapped away switched places. And both of them got some sort of something. Here's where I'm confused. And then you get mutants. Because the, this multiverse movie did nothing to expand anything further, which no, they. This is what I mean. This is with the whole kids' glove, because we should have gotten, like, and here's where the mutants come from, and here's where the. You know, here's Fantastic Four, or so on and so forth. Well, Fantastic Four will be a space movie of some sort. Yeah, but the the problem is is that you you've lost your shot yet again on how to explain something that's going to be pretty complex to explain later. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go into this long diatribe, and it's going to be something that you might explain in the Ant Man movie in the Quantum Verse, whatever. Um, There's an another Ant Man movie that they're doing. Yeah, I it'll be the last Ant Man. People one. didn't like Ant Man. No, they didn't like Ant Man two because of uh, some things, but. The third one will be the last one. We'll be able to get the quantum verse, and we might get AIM, um, which might create the mutants, and we might get the X Men that way. Maybe. Modok. Modok. Um, <laughs> what's our next movie after this? Oh, fuck, I don't even know. Uh, Thor? Yeah, Is it's it probably Thor. Thor. Okay. Is there I need, even to, I need else? to keep up with the schedule. I'll put a new one out. I gotta, like, get a poster or something with the schedule. A poster. Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll post this at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Be there, be square. I don't give a shit. I'm tired. Okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye. Bye! <laughs>